Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, September 9th. No slave or free. Today's scripture reading is found in Galatians chapter 3, verses 28 and 29 from the Message Translation, which reads, In Christ's family, there can be no division into Jew and non-Jew, slave and free, male and female. Among us, you are all equal. That is, we are all in a common relationship with Jesus Christ. Also, since you are Christ's family, then you are Abraham's famous descendant, heirs, according to the covenant promises. This is God's Word. Boom! There's the bomb, the little boy, the gospel detonation rippling out in Jeremiadic shockwaves of pulling up and tearing down, of dissembling and demolition, and issuing in ever-expanding ripples of building and planting. Though I have no doubt Jesus would recoil at such a metaphor as he would point us back to his kingdom analogy of yeast hidden away in a huge batch of dough, or of that most minute mustard seed that quietly grows up into more than a shrub or bush, but into a towering, or might I say, mushrooming. Sorry, can you tell I just watched Oppenheimer? Yes, a mushrooming tree in which the birds of the air find healing space to nest in its branches. Yeah, just a bit less violent, but every bit as much a revolution. The Galatians text is the explicit statement of the radical reality of the full impact of the good news of Jesus on every level of human, cultural, and social dynamics. Philemon is the implicit working out of that radical reality. It is indirect and very much non-explicit and roundabout to the point that we're still debating what exactly it was that Paul was asking and expecting Philemon to do. Just what was the kindness he sought and what was the more than I say that he anticipated? In fact, he's so subtle that those seeking to buttress human systems of enslavement, hierarchy, domination, and exploitation of humans by other humans have found Philemon helpful fodder. See, Paul sent the slave back. See, such enslavement is holy and righteous and good because it's thoroughly biblical. Just ask Philemon. Which is why African-American slaves in this culture have walked out on pulpit expositions of Philemon or ones explicating the household codes of Ephesians and Colossians and Titus and 1 Peter, telling slaves to submit to their masters, even the abusive ones. It's Galatians versus Ephesians and Colossians and Titus and 1 Peter, not to mention a whole list of Old Testament passages mustered into clobber passages in favor of human bondage. Just make sure it's the right humans that are in bondage. So, how to resolve this in a seven-minute devotional? That's no doubt asking a bit too much, but let's conclude with this before I end up writing a book here. 
the explicit statement in Galatians of the radical impact of the good news of Jesus on every level of human cultural and social dynamics, combined with a powerful implicit working out of that reality in the relationship of two humans on equal footing before God, one happening to be a slave and the other a master, forms the master stroke with the power to unravel and rethread virtually everything about how we are human together. That's what's happening in Philemon. This is more than two people of divergent status working out their differences, though most assuredly is that. This is the radical realignment of Jesus quietly at work on the veranda of one wee little Mediterranean household with an effusion of enough divine power coursing through it to initiate a chain reaction of broken chains worldwide to the ends of time. Boom. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder. In Christ's family, there can be no division into Jew and non-Jew, slave and free, male and female. Among us, you are all equal. How is this radical reality impacting your own personal, familial, and social human structures of how you do human with others? How is this radical reality currently challenging you to embrace it? Lord, put me in the room. Put me there with Philemon. Let me wear the skin of Onesimus. Let me taste the human pathos swirling around that first century room. Let me feel something of that cultural atmosphere swirling around a slave, a runaway, a fugitive, a thief, and the aggrieved master who holds his fate in his hands, even as he himself is held in the pierced hands of his own master. Draw me into the layers of meaning awaiting me in this letter to Philemon. Let me feel it, and so make this letter come to life right here, right now. Through your mercies. <laughs>